This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me are Dave and Barnabas. Guys. Still not sleeping. Why not, Dave? That's the theme. That's the theme right Why? now. It's been a month Why? and a half of the, your, of, like, the, melatonin? of the content dog that we have at our house right now. We we, we have a uh, Do we a need newborn to start baby puppy. The word? You have a you have a you we have still a have fur a, baby. We have a fur baby. We have yeah. a fur baby. Mm, a fur okay. baby dog. And yeah. uh, while you're working on your book baby, while, while I'm Creepier working than... on the book baby reveal. Yeah. See, um, book baby yeah. is is like oh, that's kind of irritating and weird. Fur baby is is like creepy. It it's is creepy. absolutely creepy. So creepy. we're gonna end that right now. That's but, right. Uh, it sounds a little bit like Furby. Oh gosh! Ooh. Yeah. Wow! Except wow. like, like Furby. sort of Furby is really su- scary. Pseudo beastial, yeah. sort yeah. of a pseudo bestial Furby. Like we we kind of yeah. things you, get weird. We hit, I you think keep we saying hit that. bestial, and I just yeah. I, I cringe. Do I yeah. keep yeah. saying that? You, you keep do. saying that bestial. But it fits yeah. with your Ooh. it fits with your Ooh. life verse of uh, that's right Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Light up, folks! It's my, oh, my life verse. No, that's my blessing to anyone who asks me for a verse. It's my gift to them. Yep. No. Oh, yep. So oh, tell uh, tell us about tell us about the the Furby. All right, Furby. Furby. His, his name is Bear. He is a. Uh, he's gonna be like a hundred pounds. He's a great Pyrenees slash uh, lab mix, and he really Was is. That, did did this dog end up at your home on purpose? Like, did you get a hundred pound dog on purpose? No. Uh, no. 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 He, mm. he, he remember he was a bear. He's a little baby dog. You know. Yeah, but so like you knew the breed though, right? Uh, no, it was some people down the street. Who have a farm and they happen to have some pups and they were they were just like hey these guys need some homes, who wants one? And there you go. You're just and, giving them away. Well, all right. First of all, we lost our dog Winston last year and he's the best Winston dog in the was world. A legend. Winston was freaking amazing. Okay. And do I need to sleep? Bear has too. a long Especially way to go. Winston pooped on you in the car. <laughs> he pooped on me in the car. <laughs> he um, had his way with the Secretary of Education's dog. Um, <laughs> On a, on a beach while we were walking was, on the I beach. I believe he was legendarily flatulent as I mean, well. Yeah, he – I mean, there's so many stories about Winston that 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 may be my book, guys. So there you go. Uh, it's just beyond your, uh, your yeah, election my, scandals. The, the, oh, legend, the legend of oh, Winston – is uh, I would read it. Absolutely, He's, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, the the downside, of course, is that we 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 know. At the end, I just thought of a subtitle, but I can't. Yeah, say it I know. I know. You know what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah you die yeah. at the end. I. Uh, Why are you gonna I, do I that not, to me, Dave? I know. Which is. Why hard. are you gonna do that to me? The hardest me? thing is like you know how it is. Like there are people that I've known. Just makes me a terrible person, of course. That I haven't cried nearly as much as I cried over him dying. You know, it's like I know it is because like he was with us. Like I, when Brooke and I were engaged, you know, I we found that him. You just liked him. He better. showed up as a puppy on the doorstep, and like we were engaged, and we we're like, "All right." I make fun of you for a lot of things. Crying over a dog dying is mm. not one of them. Gosh, cry, shoot! The, people cry over fictional dogs dying because there's this strange psychotic habit that authors have and publishers seem to love. Yes, of putting out books. In which the the heroic canine yes dies off yeah so now, so wait hold on real quick yeah. so the other day this is a few weeks ago now yeah 
you Madeline, who's attack. my fifth. Yeah, this is what kind of prompted this, even though we talked about it a while ago, but then it happened, this happened. So my daughter, Madeline, who is 10, she's in fifth grade. She is reading a book. I, I, I use most of the time I'm reading the books, whether this one I have not. So if she finally slams her hands down on the kitchen table as she's reading this book and she just screams out, they killed a dog. This book is horrible. <laughs> or like this book is the worst. Did, she, she, did she cry or was she yeah. just like enraged? She's just mad. Just mad. It was, she's like she couldn't believe they would kill a dog or two dogs <laughs> in, in this instance right here too. I mean, she was like mad about it. Yeah. And, uh, and the book is Where the, Where the Red, Red Fern grows. grows. So which – we have learned in our our side conversations that two of us here have read it, yes. and one said Canadian has not. That's true, man. That's true. We did not read that one. You know, we read we read a lot of Farley Mowat and things like that. You just killed a bunch of bears and moose. Bears and you moose killed and pet moose. And pet, you know, pet wolves beast, were beast. wolves a, were in there too. There's wolves. a book called There's a book called The Yearling about raising a deer and then that one gets killed. Uh, yeah, you're and right. Like, the deer get killed too. And it's Bambi. sad, but you're like, you know what? Like, you already it's tried to make to me be. cry with Bambi and it didn't work. You're right. not going to get me no. with this one either. No. Well, the dog, then, the dog is sad. When no. the dog. So I have two questions. One, why do psychotic authors write these? Uh, and I'll ask my second question mm-hmm. in a minute. So let's just get yeah, through okay. the first why, one. Why do they write them? All right. That's a, you know, that's a good question. That's a hard question because, I mean, I don't know. I don't write but write anything about pets because we have a no pets rule in my house. Um, that's an awful rule. It's a great rule. What are you talking about? It's why is that uh, an awful I rule? Give you, what about like a? <laughs> we're not having a cat. cat. No, uh, no. Well, I get so, you a cat. Okay, so here's I get you a cat. So here's, by so here's the actual. Can get a cat no, because I like you, no. you, you can. Like, why would I want? You can why swing would I a dead cat in any direction into my Content, content, content. That's my second question. My second question <laughs> is about said felines. Okay. But let's so, move. Let's answer but, the first one um, first. But I mean, no, we have a, we have a legitimate. Just as a, as a side note, we have a legitimate rule about no pets, largely because my wife is incredibly allergic to animals. Oh, see, that's a fair reason. Yeah. If it's just a no pets because we don't like animals, it, I have questions about no, your we character. Don't, I'm we not don't have a problem with your wife's also, uh, Like, she, she really tried, is allergic? Has she tried essential oils? Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, no, I feel and like, she's also I feel not. Like some, uh, some lavender or oregano oil would, would solve that <laughs> so problem. Bad. You know, so um, just rub she, it on her feet. You know, she had someone <laughs> talk to her about that, and then they also uh, asked her if she'd like some. Uh, Tupperware containers, and maybe some all-natural cleaning supplies. Usually, and, there's uh, yeah. Usually, there's some uh, there's to, some, to some makeup. Get some, into their sub business of various some makeup kind. products. Yeah, did, it. did so, they pull it? Like did it. they pull open a three-ring binder and offer her a wonderful opportunity? Man. They sure did. Yeah, they sure did. All right. Was your All sub? Right. Was your second question? Yeah, I hope I'm Rooney. Is about uh, why do teachers force you? Because no, like, my what? second question is so. We never answered the first one. Why do psychos sure write these? Yeah. Because I don't think any of us have an answer. No. We have no idea why people would want to write a book, aim it at children, that is, here, let me tell you a story about a heroic canine that saves the day, that saves a boy from wild pigs, it, that saves a boy from wild bulls, that saves a boy from wild wolves, and, and then, then it gets rabies, dies. and then the boy shoots it in the head. Right. That's it, insanity. So is there... It's hazing. Is the, it's hazing. Well, it's that hazing. might go to your hazing second is question. Hazing. hazing is why they get assigned. I know. Because teachers are like, oh, I had to read this garbage, so I'm going to so make you, you read this well. garbage. Yeah. So is it, to both questions, is it maybe because it's a misguided but well-meaning attempt to um, 
help prepare kids for the re- the reality of life that things die that the world is kind of crappy yeah, is I that mean, is, it, is it, that was it was is the like hackneyed thought process that like oh these kids are going to lose people they love so we'll give them like the half measure and it'll be a dog sure but it ends up being harder i know right because <laughs> they like that, their cuz the they like their their dog more than grandma there are and grandpa. a lot of kids yeah. who cry harder when their pet dies than when their grandpa dies mm-hmm. and that's not like it's not judgment about kids no or yeah. adults who do the same thing that's just Dave. like there's a different sort of attachment. Yeah, I see Dave raising his hand. I see that, yeah. hand, Dave. Um, <laughs> so my second question is this: If there's like there's like a whole genre of dog dies books. Mm-hmm. You got Old Yeller. You got Sounder. <laughs> you got Where the Red Fern Grows. You've got John Wick. Oh no, wait, that was <laughs> that was a movie. That's that was a movie. That's a movie. But the dog dies and then he lays waste to New York City. <laughs> so here's my question: Why is there not a genre about cats dying? Is because it A, everyone... because no one cares, or B, because cats are the worst, or C, because a publisher's like, why would I want to publish that crap? Or is it because cat people are insane? Or is it because they're like, they, their feelings are all screwed up so they can't even write this kind of book? Like, we're on like option F and nobody's voting, so I'm just going to well, keep there, going. You, so. you, well, there is actually a you parasite mean, in cat feces that uh, takes over your brain. But um, Do you eat a lot of cat feces? <laughs> I thankfully do not. So. This, this podcast no. sucks. <laughs> this just sucks. I want out. See, Dave, here's what right I don't now. understand. I don't understand how you can express... An endearment and love for Winston that right. just is is All is right. as pure and real as anything, and then you're also a cat person. Hold on. Hold By on. the way, Hold that's on. a that is a pure on character disparagement, listeners. If I call someone a cat person, that's a that's low. Received. Received. You know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna accept that right there. Um, so, um, I've had terrible cats. Actually, the okay. first cat Redundant. I ever remember. Redundant. <laughs> oh. Um, we, our, our first cat growing up, I don't know if it was my, the first one I remember, its name was, it was my sister is a veterinarian, by the Which way. Which is probably like your 14th right. cat because the first 13 ran away. Carry on. <sighs> my sister is a veterinarian. She was one of those people who from a very early age said, I want to be a veterinarian and actually did it. You know, like, like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, when she was in high school, she brought home an unwanted cat, and um, also redundant. Its name was, uh, which you'll love, you'll appreciate this name if you know the movie Steel Magnolias. Weezer, you, you remember Weezer, the character? She's no. Shirley MacLaine's character, and she's like the mean old lady in it, essentially. And she's been in a bad mood for forty years. That's what she always says, which is funny. So that was Weezer. All right, no, I, I did not like cats in that time, all right? I will say this, kudos to my wife. We've had some wonderful cats, and they're fun. I have one. I will show, all right, if you look at my Instagram feed, you'll see Sawyer. By the way, I have two two boy cats, Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. Thank you. Thank you. Good this job. This is a book tri-cast. I'm waiting for you to describe yeah. the yeah. Every cat person tries to describe a likable cat, and I'm about to shoot you down for it. Sawyer, for it. Sawyer right. plays a hockey. Um, he'll play like you can throw stuff at him. He'll like stop it like a goalie. He's awesome. I like throwing things at cats. This sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're an evil, evil man. <laughs> I was waiting. Is that going to be the tweet, Aaron? Is that yes. an evil, evil what I was waiting for yep. is for you to say, you'll love this cat. He's just like a dog, at which point I would say. He actually is. It, He's a dog cat. In which case I would say, uh, get a dog. 
If you want a cat that's just like a All dog, right. get a dog that's just like a dog, and you actually win. Hold on. Anyway, where's the <laughs> lit- going. where's Keep the genre going. where's the Keep genre going. of books about people who are heartbroken What's... over their dying feline? Yeah. <laughs> well, I certainly have never seen one. I have now. To be fair, I have. This is getting real. I have seen people get actually heartbroken over losing their cat. Well, sure. Yeah, in the office. Right? Yeah. In the, in the office. Not uh, just, no, 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 in real life. <laughs> real life? In real life, yeah. Like I need to take a uh, personal day type thing? No, I mean, my, my when her cat died, my oh. mom was sad. Oh, okay. So. She needed a personal day. Yeah. Well, no, she, like. She kind of did. She did. Right. That's okay. I, I, I get, get it. that. Yeah. I'm just, like. But yeah, there's there, no there genre is a, There is a it. different sort of, like, emotional magnetism of dogs than there is of cats. Like, cats are not the heroes of any story. Besides, like, the cat in the hat. And actually, like he wasn't Garfield. a hero. He was an unwanted intruder, kind of, like most cats. Gar- Fair. Wait, Garfield was a hero? Apparently. No, he was a main character. Those are two different things. Mm. He was a fat, was mean, he actually the villain? Judgmental crank who was awful to all the nice people in that card. He was funny as all get out, but also not nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly, would uh, would Hobbs of Calvin and Hobbs count as a? Uh, yeah, like are you going to throw all the cats out the door? I mean, he is stuffed animal, so I mean, he kind of gets a pass because gonna, of that. Okay, here's the I thing: mean, really, if we're thinking this hard, every cat you come up with from I'm here looking from, up things, from this point nothing. forward is the exception that proves the rule. That's fair because you can't fair. name one who's like, oh, but what about this cat that is universally loved? None, not one. No. Dave, I'm waiting. <laughs> I got nothing. You're yeah. the you're the cat apologist <laughs> over here. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking up the interaction and meet the parents. You remember when he's talking oh, no. about cats and dogs? He's like, <laughs> Craig. Dave's come? already checked no, no, out no, of the like, show. It he's is watching one of the funniest scenes. You know, oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, Craig, how come you don't like cats? Uh, I I don't not like cats. I just I just prefer dogs. I mean, you know, I'm just more like a dog kind of person. You know, and come home wagging their little tails, happy to see you. Kind of. Oh, so you need that assurance, don't you? It's like you prefer an emotionally shallow animal. <laughs> you see, Greg, when you yell at a dog, his tail goes between his legs to cover up his genitals. <laughs> his ears will go down. PG-11. Dog, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A dog is very easy to break, but cats, you know, make you work for their affection. You know, they don't sell out like dogs do. Would you like me yeah. to extend this metaphor out to the rest of that movie? <laughs> and how Robert De Niro's character is akin to Jinx the cat, and they're both fairly awful throughout the entire <laughs> they are, thing. They are, they are. And it takes a breaking them at the end <laughs> to turn them into decent characters. <laughs> and by them, I mean Robert De Niro, because Jinx remains awful throughout. So good. So, uh, yeah, the cats are awful. I don't know. It's true. Um, it's true. You're um, right. I, I can't think of a, a sacrificial cat uh, book or movie I have a, uh, that's out there. I have a, I can't. a, a, a ham-handed segue. All, All right, right, do it. Do it. Is Nicolas Cage a cat or a dog person? Oh, wow. He's probably like a ferret person. I was going to say, he's like an <laughs> art person. <laughs> he's like, like, yeah. like a weasel, but... Uh, he's like, my, a weasel. Em- yeah, my yeah, emu ferret. is yeah. amazing. Yeah, can't you see him like holding it and like petting it like this? Yeah. Like Dr. Oh, Evil like, would like, or something like that? Like in a turtleneck? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a, white, a white turtleneck? <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with fur. With fur and some drool. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Nick. Poor Nick Cage. Was it yeah, poor he's, Nick sleeping, Cage. he's sleeping himself to. Oh, he's gonna, man. you know, make him feel feel better. Yeah. You know, oh. on his pile of money. The uh, the Nick Cage mentioned went out to what was the guy's name? All right, Judson Abernathy. There we go. Uh, Judson, uh, thank you first of all for your five star review. But he texts me this later. He's like, uh, by the way, try to find us to slip in a Nick Cage mention into the next few episodes, or I might just have to bump this down to four stars. All right. Well, 
Mission Judson, accomplished, gentlemen. Mission accomplished, man. You're you're but, in right uh, here. So, yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, well, all right. So let's he's, this he's out. Ru- so, Barnabas, is it fair to say that Nick Cage has ruined as many movies as um, cats have ruined lives? No. Because cats have right. nine lives, which means they're nine times as likely to ruin somebody else's lives. All right, so let me throw another one out there. So you right. know how there's that uh, that documentary of the Superman that never happened, right? Yeah, the Nick, Superman, Nick, yeah Superman lives with Sup- Tim Burton and Nick Cage. Yes, Nick Cage was going to be Superman. True now story. imagine that. There's this footage of him getting into the suit with his long hair, like the long hair from uh, it was when it from, was the uh, Superman Con, Con Air, like yeah, Con yeah, Air yeah, long yeah. hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I mean, if you could have seen Barnabas's genuine laugh just now, <laughs> I'm just I'm but, just picturing Nick Cage with no, the underwear on the outside no, and a mullet. No, that that's really it. That's yeah. it right there. Uh, yeah, and um, which. Which That's amazing. Which oh. Superman subsequently yeah. was ruined by other directors. Uh, you Only know, after one. that, Only one. the Is Brandon that... Ruth one. Uh, every um, every version that involves Henry Cavill has been ruined. So. I don't know who the directors okay. are. In fact, one of those I think had like six directors, which is part of the reason it's terrible. So. Yeah, yeah. End up being of all the problems, like here's the thing: Henry Henry Cavill was not a bad Superman. No, no, he's great. Uh, we were talking about directors ruining Superman. Yeah, 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 so okay, keep going. So if, just, if, if Nick I felt Cage, like it needed to be defended. Yeah, that's fair. No, okay. and and Henry Cavill is also just dashingly handsome and has lats for days. So good for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, so. Hey. We we'll just, give them props. I, I just got I just <laughs> yeah. got an incredibly hearty laugh, a wonderful like Friday yeah. afternoon release laugh yes. about yeah, Nick Cage right. with the mullet and <laughs> the, the underwear on the outside. Yeah. What what other characters? Thinking specifically of like book characters, like yes. book adaptation movies. What other movies would Nick Cage spectacularly ruin if he replaced the lead character? So oh if he so played, it has X. to be it has to be a good a movie that we all love. Or a and good like, well, a good book in general. Yeah. That, that's good that book has, that, became, that was turned yeah. into a movie. So that surprisingly turned into right. a good movie. Okay. So for example, this is like low hanging yeah. fruit. Uh, Nick Cage playing Atticus Finch. I, that, wow. You know, you know, when we talked briefly about this before, I thought you were about I thought, that's exactly what I thought. Like, how could you, how can you yeah. ruin something that's so I thought so you were endearing. just about to get, like, religiously offended that I said that sentence oh out loud. No, that, I thought, what would be the worst thing? And that's it right there. Okay, so that, that's... How can you kill one of the most beloved and characters? Yeah, we don't need yeah. to say a lot Nick about Cage. that because yeah. it's so obvious. Yeah. So, like, what, what else? Yeah, what else? All right. Um, Nick Cage, <laughs> here's one. It. Nick Cage <laughs> as Severus Snape. <laughs> oh, can, can wow. you? Um, it'd just be so bizarre. It just it would be twist. You'd be like, kids, we can't watch this. Yeah, this is this see, is inappropriate. See, this begs it. Like, what the the Hans characters Gruber. we're talking about have to be like really popular <laughs> movies too. Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber. <laughs> the, Hans the least intimidating Him, villain. What with Nick Cage trying to do the accent yes. as well? Oh yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> It'd be so awkward. Oh, uh, ooh, let's let's go next level creepy. Replacing Will Ferrell and Elf. Oh, <laughs> right, that would be. Oh man, I, I feel like there would be lawsuits involved. Oh my Why is he near that boy? Have you ever seen? Why is he in the bathroom while oh she's showering? Gosh, yeah. What's happening? Did you <laughs> and ever, he has a mullet. Did you see? Did you ever see that mashup of Elf as a horror movie? Yes. Remember that? Yeah, which yes. is really funny. It's just it's. It's it's like Karate oh. Kid where uh, Ralph Macchio is the bully in it whenever they try and you do mean that. He wasn't. Oh, poor Ralph Macchio. What about? Oh. Uh, I was gonna say Forrest Gump. <laughs> I mean, he practically is Forrest Gump in real life. No, like it's an inexplicably long oh. career with yeah. random Ouch. connections. So. Ouch! And a weird accent. Um, um, yeah. Um, so 
<laughs> the Born Identity. See, he's done a variety of action. Movies. Yeah, but 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 that one specifically. So I mean, see the, the thing whether is like, it was whether it was one that was more faithful to the book, or um, which Barnum's. I know you, you and I disagree with on its merits. One of us is right, and the other one is you. Carry on. I almost, I almost said Brokeback Mountain. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I mean, I guess sorry. That was an article before a short story. Fifty I'm Shades sorry. of Grey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. PG PG eleven, gentlemen. Oh, oh, these are just these I are said, just movies. Out I there. said That's all it, is. it was about a color palette. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, all right, um, all right. Let's see Content. what what uh, I know. What else would be spectacularly amazing oh, if he um, was in it? All right, um, so. One of my all-time favorite movies would be Spectacularly oh, Ruined if he were in it, which is also one of my all-time favorite books, uh, High Fidelity. Mm. I think yeah, he could play it, one of the music store guys okay. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Sure. But, I mean, if, if but he was John replacing... Cusack? Yeah. He, if he were replacing... I mean, keep in mind, this is him replacing the lead character. What about him replacing Tom Hanks in any rom-com that he's ever been in? Ooh. So going back well, then to... It, then it turns into like some sort of creepy but, but, thriller. All right, so... Every here's the thing. Like, imagining him in any romantic scenario turns the, into a creepy thriller. Right, but the funny thing about Nicolas Cage is that he did a lot of those movies, like early 90s, like uh, It Could Happen to You and uh, Family Man, all those. You know, like, he did a bunch like during the, in the 90s he owned in terms of those mm. types of movies. I know, but so, that's what he did. What about, yeah. um, what about Nick Cage in The Princess Bride? He would be a great Count Rugen. Yeah. Oh, sure. Absolutely. He'd be fine there, but but, but I mean but again, like, what replacing like Inigo? Inigo. No, Inigo. no, 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 no. Well, <laughs> there's that, but replacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, I think he could be a convincing Prince Humperdinck too. Yes. Yes. By the way, have you guys read The yes. Princess Bride? Yes. William Goldman. It's very. It's what's well, first of all. It's very not. true to the movie. Like the movie is very true mm-hmm. to it. They're very consistent. But it's uh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Goldman was a genius. May he rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Let's see what. Let's see what other what other books that are a beautiful mind. I think that would actually work really well. Ah, uh, yeah. Because yeah. you just have to make it a little bit more like trippy. Yep. He just because if you've seen Matchstick Men, he does like trippy, not quite in his head. Like that's probably his best role. Uh, mm. I'll tell you a role that he actually probably could do well in is like The Shining. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, like, like they, they, playing himself. Can you see like his yeah. face through there? Like yeah. the here's Johnny thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm scrolling through. And I'm like, I wonder. Like, nah. No, okay, so that, so what yeah. we're determining is that Nick Cage can turn anything that's warm and heartfelt into something creepy. <laughs> yes. Uh, Practically he, a horror film. And if it's already psychedelic and creepy, he's probably well suited to do it. Correct. Uh, let's see. Ready Player One. What would he play in that? That movie sucked. It's hard to imagine sure. anybody doing a you didn't better. You like that? I, lo- the, I, I didn't watch the, the movie. I, I I love the book. I I, I appreciated the movie. Okay. I thought it was fun. It was yeah. yeah you're right. It they, was fun. It's a hard. That's a hard one to execute. Well. Okay. I, I'm sorry. My reaction had more to do with the fact that it resembled the book in like almost no ways. It was it was because the book just has so much detail in it and the yeah, movie just and the details really fun right it really uh, yeah. works in the book no I, I know I, and yep. I thought the same thing I'm like oh I wish they put this or that in there and they didn't and but did you guys been, did you guys practically go Lord of the Rings on that like the way that Lord of, the Lord of the Rings fans 
were super obsessed about what wasn't included? No, because I don't remember details. I just remember the impression. I okay. can break yeah. down the Lord I of the Rings. I sure. Why wasn't Tom Bombadil in there? Yeah. Um, yeah anyway, it's oh a gosh, side story. Now, if they were going to do yeah. an extended Lord of the an extended extended Lord of the Rings and make Nick Cage, Tom Bombadil, I'm here for that. <laughs> that, would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> a mini film about Tom so Bombadil. They, so, they so the Amazon series? They, they didn't film that at all, did they? Kind of oh, like you know the, no, the they ending they you yeah. know they filmed, but they didn't release. Yeah. Or you can see it. Can you see that ending part? I don't know if you can. Will they go back I don't know. We're to, getting dangerously uh, close to, to becoming a movie podcast today, though. Well, we're talking about adaptations. About I mean, adaptations. We got These are adaptations. Okay, so, These so let's adaptations. get back. Let's get back. Okay, so um, a recent one that didn't do all that well in, in theaters, but you saw it, I think. I know you've read the book, First Man. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, all right. Love the movie. Love the book. I'm, I'm, I'm clearly a minority. Nick Cage replaces Ryan Gosling. How does it do? <laughs> Man, right. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. I don't think he was the best person for the role. Sure, I, I, I well, think that's you know, part they of you know, that's true for almost every role he takes. You know, they could have gotten an actual Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Gosling is really good what? at smirking. They Imagine if they'd actually gotten an Armstrong to play oh, Neil Armstrong. There you been. go. There you go. Hey, uh, is he related the, to you, the, by the way? Uh, distantly. Yeah? yeah. Like, like Adam and Eve. As no, the yeah. of no. There's or? a uh, um, a raider who entered. Scotland, um, and was very prolific. <laughs> prolific <laughs> and prodigious. <laughs> I don't know what, what what's going on there. Yeah, I know. He had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of kids. Oh well, so, you know, he was active. Um, yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was. Yeah, I mean, he had energy. But there are kudos. But, but I mean, Kudos. there's a thing. Kudos. Like Kudos. you can you can actually tell there are certain Armstrongs that you can see are related to me that I've never met. Like there's a lady who lives in Nashville who's related to me. And oh, that's weird. That's it, crazy. Or, like, so do you? Distantly, I know. It's true. Um, what? A, a, I know. I'm trying to think of some others that he oh, would. Oh, uh, Black Klansman. <laughs> I was going to go with Black Panther, but I thought maybe that was inappropriate, so I didn't. Uh, but our on. Canadian friend over here is senseless. Oh, Good for him. Man, so. uh, How about Fla- Flash Gordon? <laughs> It'd be so funny. <laughs> No. Flash Gordon, can you imagine him doing that? What's his name? Harry, uh, what's his name who plays him? Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah, but it's so I don't know. Uh, Is this that, with, the, with the Queen soundtrack? Oh, it's so good, <laughs> and you know it, everyone. It's, it, if you like that, then you like Labyrinth, too. Oh, man. I, uh, oh. I want to see I want to see young Nick Cage play Travis from Old Yeller. <sighs> That's another perfect fit for him, too. American Psycho. Nicholas Cage playing himself. I want to see Nick Psycho. Cage. <laughs> I want to see Nick Cage playing Travis from Old Yeller, the boy who has to shoot the dog. Ooh. Just to bring this full as, circle. As a younger, yeah. as a younger Nick Cage? All right, there yeah. you go. Young yeah. Nick Cage. Well, young Nick Cage. We, Honestly, maybe he tried out for that role. That's no. what scarred him, and that's no. why he became the uh, unique weirdo no. that he is today. <laughs> I blame Maybe. Old Yeller. Maybe Gosh, he read man. Where the Red Fern Grows and he just was twisted ever since. You know, that could well, be it. But uh, That's also going to happen to our kids. They're all going to be twisted like Nick Cage. Well, not my kids because my kids haven't read that book. And uh, Nick enough. Cage, we know you're listening. You're welcome on the podcast anytime. That's right. Um, Defend yourself. 
clearly you know, I will if, be kicked out of this TriCast no, if that happens, course. but that's well, okay. We, the problem is we can't kick Aaron out because he does all the work. He does. No, it's always Barnabas or Dave. There's bitterness all the time on this on this end of the. Uh, you know, I mean, you uh, guys could you guys could kick me off for an episode as long as someone else is. Dave recording. and I have a lot of conversations that could be a podcast, but we don't know how to hit record. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then we're talking separate. Like, gosh, where's Aaron? Come on, Aaron. Let's do this. Aaron, bring it. I'm here, guys. Quickly. <laughs> I'm re- like, we need to summon him. I'm just the the, yeah. the tag along on my own podcast. Whatever, it's fine. I love it. I love it. All right, cool. So, uh, what are we reading? You want to go first? No, you go first. Oh man, Dave. Before, since we've talked to Ellie before, I need to go back. What I was reading, I can't remember the last few. Oh yeah, uh, uh, baseball theme. Uh, Stan Musial's bio. Oh, there's been a bunch of them, but the uh, George Vesey one. I can't remember how to say his name. It's an ESPN book, but I loved it. I mean, coming from St. Louis, I had never read any bio on Stan Musial, and I had a deep appreciation for him. There you go. Uh, side note: I did lock. Stan Musial's car keys in the trunk of his car one time, and Were you yeah, or what? wow. I was working at a country club, and he was so nice about it. Was this um, recently? No, this, he he died like six <laughs> years ago. Dave's summer job. Know, yeah. yeah, he takes, takes times the are tough. Off. I mean, no, you've, been, no. you've been in Christian publishing for a long no, time. No, no. So. This is like ninety-seven oh, okay. or ninety-eight. So in high school. Uh, Thank you. No, this is this was high school. It was like yeah, no, it was like ninety six. But it's like my dad's boyhood hero. Yeah. So I had to come home after work, tell my dad, Oh dad, by the way, you know your hero? You know, yeah, I locked, you know, his keys in his trunk. But it's like, cool, so, right? No, the most awkward thing was this. He was playing golf with uh, Jack Buck, you know, the announcer and Joe Buck. And we'll young see Joe you Buck. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Thank you, no, Jack but Buck. Jack walks up with him when I have to explain to him that an idiot locked his keys in his trunk. I was I was getting his shoes or something like that. And I was going too fast, which that's what Dave does. But, you know, here's the deal. They were awesome about it. Jack drove him to his house. Content, content, content to both of you. They gave me a $20 tip and uh, front row seats of the game that night. You should, guys lock are the more, best. you should lock yeah, more keys apparently apparently more that's what Can it you takes. do that now with your no. next author relationship? <sighs> I love you guys. That's it. Do you, what, are, what are you, you reading, Aaron? It's a love hate. Well, um, I'm a I'm actually about to start the boys in the boat right. by Daniel James yes. Brown. That's a good go. one. It's a very good yep. one. I All think right. you'll enjoy. I like it. I there like you go. It. So, so you don't have any thoughts on it because you haven't started. it. I have not started yeah. it yet. I have. Yeah. Um, I just recently finished um, the latest in my trek through Frederick Backman's uh, books. My grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry. Um, no, no, sorry. no. Sorry. Sorry. He doesn't say sorry. Sorry. Was sorry. it good? I haven't read that sorry. one. Uh, it was, it was interesting. All of his books, okay, here's the thing. All of his books are very different from one another. Uh-huh. Um, and in a really good way. So this, so it's got some really great, um, it's, it's got some really great quirky humor. Um, it's a, it's, it's kind of weird, but I think you'd like it. I mean, just the way he writes characters in general, I yeah. suspect I would be intrigued and enjoy most of totally. them. Totally. Totally. Okay. Cool. Yep. I just finished a book called Lethal White. It but is... not Lethal Weapon. No. Okay. Another one that Nick Cage would have spectacularly ruined. Yes. Uh, okay, keep more. going. Lethal White is the fourth book in the Cormoran Strike series, which is by Robert Galbraith. Which is a pseudonym for J.K. Rowling. Ah, yes. So J.K. Rowling's so it's, she writes she writes about a private detective 
who solves crimes all around London and England, and his name is Cormoran Strike. And uh, I don't know why she uses a pseudonym, maybe just so that the one name can be very brand associated with Harry Potter. Well, or yeah. You know why? Like, so it was it was um, within a few years after the last Harry Potter book, uh-huh. and clearly it's like it was know, like she wants to keep year. writing. Well, her- no, no, and they kept it secret until yeah. about two days before it came out, and they were trying to measure too. She was wondering how good of reviews am I going to get for this, but it got wonderful reviews. But it had uh, no but pre-sales. It, was like, it just like. Uh, it didn't, yeah, it well, didn't, it was like it, it was hit. like it was like a debut <laughs> yeah. novel for someone, so but they I weren't expecting was, pre-sales. I thought that was uh, casual vacancy. Because her first no, novel, no, I thought her first novel post Harry uh, Potter that was, was later. Vacancy. That was later because that's under okay. her name, though, right? Is not that under no, right? no, no, originally? No, they was, started. They, um, was, well, that whatever the first one was, okay. that was yeah. it. So if that casual was casual vacancy was the first one, I think. And one of the things that they started doing on reprints, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but didn't they start putting, you know, J.K. Rowling writing as like kind of how? Um, I think on that one they did. Yeah. On the uh, on the Cormoran Strike ones, they all just say Robert Galbraith. Mm. So uh, there, she yeah. is as good a storyteller as Student you remember in. her being. Now, I mean, yeah. obviously Harry Potter was sort of like the transcendent world building, sure. formative thing. But the you know the thing that made everybody like that was. It wasn't the plot line specifically or anything like that. It wasn't, you know, the mysteries. In fact, when you get people like snotty critics talking about Harry Potter, they're like, the rules of this universe don't work. And you're like, oh, shut up. Yeah. But but it's the characters and how well they get along and their backstories and all that. That's the same with this. Like the characters yeah. and and how it all works are is, is really fun and interesting. So all the all the Corman Strike books are great. I thought this one was maybe better than better than the previous one but uh but the thing is they they all build it's not like one-off stories they, there are elements of the stories that feed into the next one yeah um in terms some of them in terms of villains some of them in terms of like relational dynamics so they uh it keeps you coming back and setting up a, a future podcast she does not come out with these like once every six months so that she can actually write a really good story instead of being like certain authors who will go unnamed right now, who write a book a year and are getting progressively worse as storytellers. Mm. It's for another podcast. That is. All right. But that's that's some good setup. All right. So, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Guys, thanks for hanging out. And um, if you've been enjoying the show, do leave us a gushing, glowing. um, Any other? Raving. Raving. Tricast like a champ. That's right. Uh, I don't know what that type means. Five star review. Yeah. You can froth at the mouth if you would like. You, it's, froth, not, froth it's not at, weird. Froth at the fingertips. It's not weird. Yeah, I mean, type. you can make it as weird as you want it to be within reason. You can be, you can be prolific like Aaron's ancestors. That's right. That's right. Um, no, maybe don't. No, that's <laughs> that's bad advice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's also border rating and because um, they were reavers. Reavers. Yeah. Reavers. They stole sheep and cattle. Wait, reavers are. Is that uh, That's the real that's Is that from I think there's something called Reavers in the Maze Runner that that series. Yeah, they're they're taking the word for right. somewhere else. All right. Not but yet. uh <laughs> let's uh let's keep you know let's not talk about that now. Let's save that for a future episode. Okay. Okay. All right, uh so yeah, thanks for listening and we'll catch you later. Bye. <laughs>
This is an area code podcast.